0: talk to you today about a new mindset. It's easy to get stuck in life and think that we've gone as far as we can. We can't break the addiction. We can't get well. We'll never accomplish a dream. What's holding us back many times is our own thinking. Jesus said, you can't put new wine into old wineskins. Wineskins in that day were made out of leather. When they got old, the leather would become hard and rigid If you put new wine in it, the wine would expand and cause the wineskin to burst. This is saying you can't have a new life with old thinking. If you think you've reached your limits, then you have. If you think the problem is too big, then it is. If you think you'll never meet the right person, you probably won't. It's not that God doesn't have blessings, favor, increase. It's that your wineskin is old. You have to get a new mindset, Start believing bigger, dreaming bigger, expecting bigger. You're not limited by your circumstances, by the pandemic, by your boss, by how you were raised. One touch of God's favor will catapult you ahead. God took David, a shepherd boy, from a low-income family and turned him into a king. He gave Abraham and Sarah a baby when they were almost 100 years old. He healed my mother from terminal cancer. He gave us the compact center when all the odds were against us. He has things in your future that will amaze you. Paul said in Ephesians, in the ages to come, we would see the surpassing greatness of God's favor. We are living in the day Paul talked about. We are in the ages to come. This is when God has far and beyond favor, favor that you've never seen. But my question is, is your wineskin keeping you from receiving the new wine? Is limited thinking keeping God from pouring out the fullness of what he has in store? Why don't you get a new mindset? God, I don't see a way, but I know you have a way. The medical report doesn't look good, but I know you're my healer. Struggling in my finances, but I believe abundance is coming. This dream looks impossible, but I know you can open doors that no person can shut. Acts chapter 3, there was a man who had been crippled since birth. Every morning, people would carry him to the gate of the temple so he could beg. He'd been doing this for years. All he had known was to get up, go to the temple, ask people for money. He was stuck in a negative routine, just going through the motions of life, not expecting anything to change. In a sense, he had an excuse. I'm crippled. I'm at a disadvantage. I didn't get what other people got. When someone passed by, he'd hold up his cup. Can you spare some change? Can you help me out? Every once in a while, someone would throw in a few coins. Next person that went by, same thing. He'd hold up the cup, jiggle around the coins. This cup was his life. This cup was how he survived. All through the day, hundreds of times as people entered the temple, he didn't have to think twice. He was on autopilot, just put out his cup. One day, Peter and John were headed up to the temple to pray. As they passed through the gate, there was this man. Just like he always did, he held up his cup, asked them for some money. Most people just passed on by, didn't pay any attention. But Peter stopped and looked at the man. The man looked up thought he was going to get a gift. But Peter said, silver and gold have I none. He was saying, put down your cup because what God is about to do is not going to fit in that cup. I'm sure at first the man was kind of disappointed. Why did you stop? Why did you get my hopes up if you're not going to do something for me? Peter went on to say, I don't have any money for you, but in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. Peter didn't ask the man for permission. He didn't say, would you like to try to walk? I think maybe you were healed. He took the man by the right hand and pulled him up. I can see his cup get knocked over. The few coins spill out. He doesn't know what's going on. This has never happened. No one has ever spoken faith over him. No one has ever told him that he could walk. His wineskin, skin, his thinking was going tilt, tilt, tilt. This man, Peter, is telling me to get up. Doesn't he know I'm crippled? Doesn't he know I'm limited by this cup? That my routine is to beg? I'm at a disadvantage? I'm dysfunctional. Why is he telling me to do something that I'm not able to do? As he was contemplating it all, trying to figure it out, Peter pulled him up. Instantly, his legs were healed. His bones and ankles became strong. He couldn't believe it. He started walking. Then he took off running, jumping, dancing, thanking God. It's significant that he had to put his cup down before he could receive the miracle. He was hoping to get a few coins, but God had a blessing where he would never have to use the cup again. He was thinking maybe he could get enough change to get some new crutches, but God was thinking, I have a new set of legs. I'm going to do something you've never seen. I'm going to show you far and beyond favor. How many of us, like this man, have our cup? We may not be crippled. We're not begging, but we're in a negative routine, stuck in a rut, not expecting things to change. We've gone through disappointments, had setbacks. Now we've lowered our expectations, watered down our dreams. We let what hasn't worked out be an excuse to settle where we are. I can't have a blessed year, Joel. We're in a pandemic. I'm just trying to survive. The medical report's not good. I'm just learning to live with this sickness. I can't break this addiction. Everyone in my family has it. God is saying, get rid of your cup. The blessings he has for you cannot be contained in a cup. As long as you have a cup mentality, you'll be sitting at the gate thinking that you're stuck at the mercy of other people, hoping someone will give you a break. You don't need people. Yes, God will use certain people, but people are not your source. Quit looking to your cousin, your neighbor, your friend, your pastor. Start looking to God. People are limited. God is unlimited. People can give you a short-term fix, but God can take you from being crippled to walking, from borrowing to lending, from addictions to freedom, from sickness to health, from lack To abundance Peter took the man by the arm and pulled him up if he had not forced him to get up the man would have never walked he'd have never seen the miracle if he had sat there and thought about it this cups okay at least I'm surviving I could never walk I was born this way no God sent me today to pull you up quit making excuses quit coming up with reasons why you can't be successful can't get well can't live free, can't get married, can't go to the new level, get rid of that cup. You weren't created to just get a few coins here and there, survive, make it through. What God is going to do in your life will not fit in a cup. You may be limited, but God is unlimited. He's about to do something that you've never seen. The Scripture says, He will open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that you cannot contain. That cup cannot contain the blessings, favor, healing that belongs to you. And the reason Peter told the man to put the cup down, that he didn't have any silver and gold, was to show us that a cup mentality will keep you from the fullness of what God has in store. Is your thinking limiting your life? Are you missing out on favor? healing, new relationships because you're holding a cup, hoping for some change when God wants to show you the surpassing greatness of His favor. Don't go into a new year with low expectations. Have a bigger vision. Get your hopes up. You have to give God permission to bless you.